Hello and welcome to the debrief for the 22nd of November 2020. Uh, this is very much in the let's get this over with category, this one, um, after the result at Ibrox. So, Martin, I, I suppose we'll probably leave the whole situation with the under-21 corona scenario to the main pod this week. Um, you know, players are going to pick up positive tests as the season goes on, that's Unavoidable players can be in a bubble with their clubs, but their partners, their kids, and so on. A mass outbreak like this, though, you got to wonder if the under twenty-one games actually needed to be played. So, so that definitely upset things, and we knew that we were missing players anyway. But I thought the setup today was was quite interesting. I I, I thought we'd go with a four, and and I'm sure it probably would have been a, a more traditional-looking four-two-three-one had Scott Wright also not been unavailable. He usually goes for. He's not usually, but very often gone for a very tight man-marking job in these sort of games. Today was pretty much entirely the opposite. Something that, particularly in the first half, we noticed as well, that was you know, Hedges was getting pressed so far back that we were basically playing, you know, it really was, I mean, it was a five. You know, Hedges and Hedges and Kennedy were, getting, were just weren't being able to get off the pitch as well. So we're, we're so deep and so defensive, but... There was no, no no real pressing as well. Now I don't know if that comes from the fact that it's Ojo and Lee in midfield, and you know, you know, excuses can be made that it's a makeshift midfield. And they're certainly not used to playing together. Ojo's not even used to playing, to be honest. Uh, but we didn't seem to be pressing them at all. And you know, there was there was flashes of them trying that. Like Hedges was no was no running, no a lot of running. A lot of track closed down, but he seemed to be the only one. And when you're, you need everybody to be pressing. Uh, that just doesn't work because all that's doing is Hedges has find himself drawn out of position because he's closing people down. Uh, which I thought I was really weird because usually when we go down there, you try, they try to get in their well, not just down there as well, even at home. You know, the the plan is you know to try and get in their faces uh, and upset them a bit. And you know, Cosgrove mentioned that in his pre-match interview on Sky. He says you've got to try and be a bit more physical, and we didn't do any. We didn't really do any of that today. We just seemed to sort of sit off um, and allow them plenty of the ball. And a lot of the times we were defending, you know, the, 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 even the front line, we were sitting on our own halfway line, barely getting at them. It was strange because for their goal kicks and things, we would press, we would be high up the pitch, we would be looking to stop them, playing out from the back for the for the set pieces. But when it came to normal play and it starts from the front it starts from Edmondson and Cosgrove they were just jogging about the pitch and they were not really having an impact on the game in a defensive manner at all and so absolutely it starts from the top I mean if you think back to the goals we got against Hibs they they came came about because high engagement high engagement against the team who before that night had been pretty solidly uh, pretty solid defensively now, not on the same par with the team we face today, clearly, who have still yet to lose a game at home, uh, even a goal at home, rather. But, yeah, just a very odd decision. Now, I know that you can be wary of their movement and their ability to actually pass it through you if you do press, but, you know, especially if you're going with two up top. You know, we've played so many games and so many times with just a lone, isolated front man. And it... It worked to an extent in that we did actually get behind them a couple of times in that first half and we did stretch them a couple of times. On the front foot, there were signs that there was a glimmer of hope. But yeah, when it when it came to actually being good without the ball, which we often have been in these games, nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, nothing at 
all. And that's another thing. But McInnes, in his pre-match interview, said, we've got to be good without possession. We've got to be... No. And that's exactly the thing that we didn't do. But the manager has identified something. You know, is he telling the players something different? Because they've gone out and they've completely just either ignored what he said or he hasn't actually said that to the players. I mean, we're just... You know, they're not implementing what the manager has, has instructed them to do, I would, I would imagine. Because... You've got to be, you've got to be strong in defence. You've got to, you've got to be in position and things like that. It just that's frustrating that we know exactly what needs to be done to get a result down there, even if you're missing some of your better players. Um, and I, I mean, I did think that one of the problems I think probably with the, with why we didn't press as much perhaps is that you know, some of the players that are missing, uh, there's a lot of pace that was missing. You no, know, McLennan, Hayes. Perhaps no, not necessarily McGeek, but I think you know he's a bit, he's maybe slightly quicker as well. There's like there's guys who have a lot, have really good engine, even even Watkins as well. I suppose you could say. Uh, so you take that out of the team, you know, you, you're missing a big part of the part of what we can do, and I think that's perhaps one of the reasons why. But it doesn't excuse it at all. I mean, you should be looking to try and you know, impose yourself on them. That's something that we hear all the time from the manager and the players. We need to impose our, impose ourselves on games, and yet again, you know, they talk about it. But when it comes to the, these big games, they don't do it. Well, I think the, the combativeness, certainly in the middle of the park, was something we lost without... We knew we'd be without McCurry, but without Ferguson as well. You know, when we have won there in recent years, there have been big performances from the likes of Shinny, from the likes of... Uh, from the likes of Kenny McLean, even I don't think anyone expected much from the two that were that were put in there. And, well, that's that's how it turned out. About the only challenge really that we put in during the whole ninety minutes was the one that Considine got pained for for the penalty kick. Um, <laughs> that tameness, that lack of bite—that's not what this fixture is about either. That's a factor of the lack of crowds, or potentially. I mean, no, you you know, fine year. You're going to go down there. They're going to be on. They're not going to just be on our backs. They're going to be in their own backs as well. No, fifteen minutes in, they are a notoriously restless support when their when their team aren't winning. Playing behind closed doors, it's a little more casual. They can afford to just kind of knock the ball about and be a little more leisurely and just take, you know, just wait for chances and be more patient. We just allowed them so much of the ball, and that was just that was like a perfect storm of you no know, things not to do. I'm kind of looking for people who would get past marks, and I mean, people have been suggesting Ryan Hedges. To me, Hedges wastes our best chance by not getting his head up and seeing that Edmondson's in space to his left. So, you know, one of the keys of games like today is that you, you know, you take the few chances you're going to get. And, you know, but I think he's guilty of wasting possibly our best one. And then people are also saying Joe Lewis, but I, I think Lewis should save the second goal. Aye, yeah, the second one I think he should be. Getting I mean, it should be stopped before it gets to him, clearly, but. Aye, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, that, I mean, those two, I mean, you're not making a case for who was the best player today, you're making a case for who's the <laughs> who least, was least worst. Yeah, you're absolutely right, absolutely right. When we get the XG numbers, it'll look a bit weird because, um, and it'll show what a poor job that XG is as uh, a reflection on the game because it probably won't actually show them to have been that dominant with the with the penalty kick and the two deflected goals. But uh, But well beaten today. But there's an argument we were beaten before we even sat in the park, to be perfectly honest. I don't know if any of us expected much with the people who were out. I don't know if any many of us would have expected much if we had a full-strength team, to be honest. There's no other option now but to pick ourselves up for two more games this week, two more games without the three guys who were on under-21 duty. 
doesn't sound like any of the other players are going to be back either. So, you know, you're, you're going to have to go with much the same sort of setup, much the same sort of personnel as we did today, which is uh, which is not looking like um, great news for, for games at Hamilton and St Mirren, where we are going to have to battle. We're going to have to battle for the right to be able to play football. Arguably, well, obviously, but we'll see a lot more of the ball. We won't be we won't be sitting so defensively, and we can afford to be. We have to be a little bit more adventurous. Um, for no, and I know we did get forward today. God forbid we actually had some shots on against them, shots on target against them, which was you no, know, which was it. It was at least that was good to see. But no, we're going to have to be a little more adventurous. You no, know, depending on who's who's still out as well. Though I mean, it doesn't it doesn't look positive, but. It, this is, a, I suppose, a case of time you just have to try and dig out results. Um, you know, like I say, we're looking at having what six, maybe seven players still missing, if you include the the ones isolating. Uh, so it doesn't look good. But uh, we were, you know, we were raving about the snow, and not just us. We were all raving about the squad, the, you know, the depth and the quality of the squad at the start of the season. Um, this is the times when you know you have to, you need guys who are on your fringes. Um, in the games that we really should be winning, which is Hamilton and St Mirren, you need these guys to step up. So you're looking at, you know, dare I say Ojo, dare I say Greg Lee, you know, some of the guys that came on that were on the bench today, you know, God forbid Ronnie Hernandez, someone like that. Because you know, the guys the guys who started today, um, I don't think really many of them could say that they should be nailed on starters compared to some of the, the other ones on the bench. I mean, Curtis Main, Curtis Main was on the bench, Ronnie Hernandez was on the bench and came on. Um, well, those are guys that should be you know, should be possibly looking at getting a start in one of these one of these upcoming games and, and hopefully taking it. Yeah, no one um, really did their claims any favours today. Um, guys who have been reliable for most of the season, guys like Tommy Holman and Andy Considine looked very very shaky. Uh, just uh, just not a good day at all. Um, I, I tell you what, there is one there is one person we can. Um, we can spare criticism of that's Ryan Duncan. Uh, well done to him making his debut for the Dons. I think he's still just sixteen, so um, yeah. hopefully there's a bright future ahead for him, a young Scottish under seventeen international midfielder. Anyway, we will be back with the main show next week and after Hamilton for another of these debriefs. Hopefully, in slightly happier circumstances. Until then, keep the faith and come on, you Reds.